It's Sunday morning of week 10. I'm busy as fuck, so let's get moving. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy. It is Sunday morning of week 10. I hope everybody had a good weekend. It's been rainy and cold here in Wisconsin. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13 on Facebook at Dennis M. Roy. And I just looked at the goddamn article, and I didn't even proofread this son of a bitch. That's fucking horrible. That's how much I've been behind. I'm uh, currently trying to get go through a refinance with my house. Uh, I had, you know, 60 plus hours of work this week. That's why everything's kind of delayed. Um, I'm tired of shit, um, but everything should get back on track this week uh, once I get everything kind of done up here. Uh, So I do apologize for that. But let's go through the article real quick. um, And we'll just hit it position by position uh, real quick uh, and why I'm on these guys. So here we go. Uh, starting at quarterback's cash, Kyler Murray can't get any safer against the Bills defense. I don't care what they did against uh, Russell Wilson last week. Uh, is a very good spot, no matter if the Bills defense is 15th in pass defense DVOA. 19th in points allowed to opposing quarterbacks. Uh, Bills secondary is also going to be missing a couple of secondary pieces due to the COVID protocol, so they're going to be a little shorthanded. Uh, going to be using guys that uh, we should be able to take advantage of here. Uh, most importantly, the guy that was going to be covering one, Jonathan Brown. Uh, Josh Allen on the other side of the game. Uh, matchup against the uh, Cardinals doesn't look good on paper. 11th in pass defense and 15th in points allowed to the quarterback position. The thing with the Arizona's defense is they've had issues with mobile quarterbacks. We saw Josh Allen get back on track against the Seattle Seahawks. Who doesn't? Um, so Josh Allen does make it into cash, even though he's a little bit riskier. I'd rather pay up for Kyler if I can, if not, then I will go down to Josh Allen. Uh, you will notice that Kyler Murray is a dollar uh, less on, uh, Yahoo. So he's definitely a lock and load right there. Uh, Jared Goff, he's getting the smash spot against Seattle this week. He's a little bit riskier. We know Jared Goff, but with Seattle's defense being so good against the run, uh, this is definitely going to be put into Goff's hands. We've talked about this in the past, um, especially for this season, that Goff could have a renaissance of some sort uh, with the whole COVID thing, nobody being in the stands or very limited people being in the stands. He doesn't have to deal with the noise. He does, he can hear uh you know, the coach talking in his headset, which he does, they, that's what they do. They call the plays in the headset uh, while they have the time before the, um, the last 10, 15 seconds before he gets cut off. So <clears throat> he's he's going to be in a really good spot this week. Uh, Seahawks pass defense, 29th DVOA, 32nd in points allowed to opposing quarterbacks. They're, like I said, there's small risk, but the defensive matchup will supersede it. GPP, we're going to the Las Vegas uh, Denver game. Uh, can't trust Drew Locke in cash, uh, but it is a very good price, especially over on 
uh, Yahoo if you want to pay down and then pay up for your running backs, any wide receivers and such. Um, Raiders pass defense, 26 in DVOA, 27th in points allowed to the position. I can get on board for him in cash if the lineup build demands it, though. Uh, but, you know, the whole cash slash GPP. But you are taking out a little bit of risk. But I do believe it's going to work out in the end. Derek Carr on the other side. QBs have been getting the job done versus the Broncos this season in spite of them being 12th in pass defense DVOA. Denver is 25th in points allowed to opposing quarterbacks this season. We've seen this the last, like, three weeks. So we might as well go ahead and ride the train. There's no Bryce Callahan this week at cornerback. So... Uh, but you know, Drew, uh, Drew, Derek Carr tends to sometimes take his foot off the gas. Um, and that's kind of the problem. That's why he's not good for cash this week. Um, but I do like the matchup overall. Lamar Jackson, Sunday night football option, Patriots 30th and pass defense DVOA. And even though they are third in points allowed to quarterbacks, this spot where Lamar could use his legs and break the slate late on Sunday night, he's going to be very low owned. The only issue here, and this is why he's GPP only, is you know that New England's probably not going to play along, so he's got to get it done. He's got to get it quick. He's got it. They've just got to pound, 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 and get the job done early. Running backs, Cash, Aaron Jones for the Green Bay Packers. Jaguars defense, 21st in rush defense DVOA, and 20th versus the running back in the passing game, while 27th in points allowed to the running back position. Yes, Jamal Williams will be involved. He's off the COVID list. But he is my dude this week, as the winds will be whipping in Green Bay this weekend, and he looked good coming back from injury last week versus the 49ers. Next on the list, Nick Chubb coming back from IR. Got taken off yesterday. He is going to be incredibly low-owned in a smash spot. We saw what happened with Delvin Cook when he came back from his bye week. Nobody wanted to fucking play him because of the groin injury. That was a mistake. He's facing a Texas defense, the 28th in rush defense, DVOA, 27th versus running backs in the passing game. Doesn't get a lot in the passing game, but guess what? He gets a pass. He gets one of those shorter passes. He's gone. The only reason that Kareem Hunt is not on this list is because Nick Chubb is playing. They got offensive tackle Wyatt Teller back. He the Their offensive line is fully good to go. This is the first time it's been healthy in almost a month. So this is probably, that was the reason why Kareem Hunt couldn't get it going, was that offensive line was not at full strength. That's my bad. That's me not seeing it. I've caught on to it now this week, um, especially when the Teller news came in, and I was like, holy shit, mind blown. Hunt will get his share of carries, but with the way that the Browns' rushing offense has struggled since Chubb went down, like I said, offensive line at full strength, it's time to let Chubb get it done, and I'm on board. Antonio Gibson is next. This is a little bit riskier play, but the price is very, very good. Uh, a bit of a risk, but damn matchup. Good, too good to pass up. Faces Lions defense, 25th and wrench defense, DVOA, 30th in, oh my God, DOA, <laughs> dead on arrival, uh, DVOA versus the running back in the passing game. Uh, while 32nd in points allowed to the running backs. Every running back that gets to go against the Detroit Lions usually gets the job done. It's the best spot that Gibson will have all year. He'll take advantage of weaker defenses when he sees them. I believe Washington will play with a lead, which is, which is, the the main cog in this, right? I believe Washington is going to play with the lead. Detroit has not played good at home. Uh, so it's going to neutralize McKissick and his use in the passing game. Uh, 
Duke Johnson is next. Uh, for a punt running back, it's not a bad spot for Duke. I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. You really should only have to contend with C.J. Proceis. Was just brought up on Saturday uh, with David Johnson being put on IR. Faces the Browns defense, 18th in rush defense DVOA, and 31st in the DVOA versus running backs in the passing game, which we know Duke excels in. Pardon me. I probably prefer Mike Davis a bit more if punting, just because we know how his role is going to play out. Uh, but I will sign off here if you prefer the better matchup. That's kind of the deal. You're going to have to punt with probably one or the other. Um, so go ahead and make your decision. I don't hate either. But, I mean, Mike Davis at what his cost is, especially over on DK, uh, $400 less on FanDuel. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a terrible spot. But we saw what he did against Tampa Bay last time. And I think he can actually get it done again this week. Uh, moving on to... Mike Davis, I guess, you know, we kind of mix it up. It's tough. Like I said, it's a tough assignment. He proved he get it done last time, and he could do it with a ridiculous cost to ensure that you can pay up for better talent elsewhere. That's kind of the thing, what you're doing. You're, it's a kind of that uh, player versus play, uh, player, versus player uh, pay up spot. So uh, GPP, James Robinson, he, they, the Jaguars have to keep this close. Uh, it's a great spot, though. 20th in Packers rush defense, 20th in DVOA, 28th versus running back in the passing game, while 31st in points allowed to opposing running games. If the Packers do get up big, though, it could neutralize him. And at his price point, that's dangerous. I would much rather use Nick Chubb and go along with that because I, I believe a, a lot more in Nick Chubb. He's the better running back overall. Um, but... You know, this is this is a win game. I would expect that the Jaguars would try to slow this down a little bit, and James Robinson would be the guy in there. I will have at least one share, uh, but I don't know how many shares total I'm going to have. Leonard Fournette comes, comes next, and how can you not at least look at one of the Tampa Bay running backs versus Carolina? Uh, if I do, I'm going to hook it to Fournette, who looks who's looked better the, at the running back position over the last couple of weeks over Ronald Jones. In facing a Panthers defense that's 24th in rush defense DVOA, 29th versus running back in the passing game, while 28th in points allowed to the position. He did get it done the last time these two teams tangled. Now it was in more of a garbage time deal, uh, but... I would expect Tampa to lean on them again. I don't think I don't think it's going to be a Brady game. I think this is going to come out of the backfield um, when I look at it. So um, you, a lot of people might be on Brady, but who are you going to pick for the wide receivers? Are you going to go Chris Godwin? Are you going to go uh, Antonio Brown? It could be a, just a complete, you know, smorgasbord for everybody everybody gets everybody gets you know passing or uh, receiving yards everybody you know will get an opportunity for a touchdown and it'll be spread out so much and those guys are uh priced up so much that if you make a bad decision it's gonna cost you in the end that's why i'm just gonna say fuck it i'm not doing anything with that but i will trust in fournette here philip Lindsay comes up last for the regular main slates for FanDuel and DK. Uh, if there was no Melvin Gordon in the backfield, Lindsey would be a full go for cash this week versus the Raiders rush defense that is 32nd in DVOA, 23rd versus running backs in the passing game with 29th and points allowed to the position. Lindsey really seems to have more juice since coming off the IR and is someone I will have a few shares of in GPPs. I am going to take a shot in here. 
even if I decide that I want to game stack that Denver Las Vegas game, Lindsay is going to be a part of it one way or another. Sunday night football options. I think you could take a look at J.K. Dobbins at twenty at uh, my 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 apologies eighteen dollars on Yahoo. No idea yet if Mark Ingram is playing this week. He is questionable. Looks like he's going to return. So this could be the return of the three headed monster, which would put me off of Dobbins. Uh, but New England is thirty first in rush defense DVOA, thirty second versus running back in the passing game, while also twenty third in points allowed to the RB. He's a high risk, high reward play with the uncertainty of Ingram, but a good play overall. Wide receivers cash. How can you not look at Devontae Adams? We talked about this the last time they were playing in one of these high wind games. Adams tends to get these shorter route receptions, and then he, they let him do his thing. He can do this against a really terrible Jaguars defense. Um, and, and I will say that I'm more on Aaron Jones at running back, but I will have a share of Adams in this game. Uh, facing a defense 19th in DVOA versus the wide receiver 1 and 22nd in points allowed to wide receivers. We did see Brandon Cooks and Will Fuller have success here. Uh, Devontae Adams is far and away a better a wide receiver overall. So I will trust in Devontae Adams. DeAndre Hopkins, there's something really weird here because, like I said, unless I'm missing something, this is a smash spot for Hopkins as he's facing a Bills defense. 30th in DVOA versus the wide receiver one. And even though I have Tredavious White on him in the spreadsheet, he would actually be covered by Levi Wallace. Everywhere else I've looked, it's Levi Wallace. Lines up to the left of Kyler Murray. So... It's really weird. Sites can't get this shit straight, and we're left here trying to figure it out. This is kind of the problem I've had with PFF and those wide wide receiver cornerback matchups. Um, That's why I kind of go back and look at them. Uh, Speaking of Levi Wallace, oh, wait. Levi Wallace is out due to COVID protocol, so maybe he will face White or maybe he won't. I don't know if Tredavious White's going to follow him over to that other side of the field. Tredavious White has usually been on the right if you're looking from the quarterback's perspective, Tredavious White has generally been on the right side of the quarterback. So uh, that would line up against one Christian Kirk, uh, who everybody seems to be on. I do have him in the GPP part. If you believe that Tredavious White's going to follow over to DeAndre Hopkins, I don't think it's a bad spot for Kirk. Um, Tredavious White has not played all that great this season. I, he's a tremendous quarter, corner, in my uh, opinion. Um but Tredavious White, uh, when I watch him, when he gets elite wide receivers on him, this is much like Patrick Peterson on the other side, he tends to fold up. So I have no issues with DeAndre Hopkins if you want to pay up. If you don't want to trust him in cash, if you'd rather go up to Adams or come down to the next guy in DK Metcalf, I fully understand. DK Metcalf is next. It's DK or bust for the Seahawks this week against the Rams defense. 23rd in DVOA versus wide receiver one. Second in points allowed to the wide receiver position. There's something really fucking weird because I can't find Jalen Ramsey on anybody's charts whatsoever, but he is playing. What does that mean? Everywhere I've looked, DK Metcalf has Darius Williams lined up on him, and I do respect Darius Williams. He has really come on this season. But we've seen DK Metcalf take on elite corners and destroy them. So if we expect this game to shoot out, it's going to be through DK Metcalf, not Tyler Lockett this week. Um, I am all in on DK Metcalf. 
paying down just a couple of dollars here. I probably prefer Keenan Allen a little bit more for the LA Chargers. Steady as it gets at the wide receiver position, gets another good matchup when he's in the slot. Dolphins are 18th in DVOA versus the wide receiver one, 20th in points allowed to the wide receiver position as a whole. He has the best matchup for all the wide, Chargers wide receivers versus cornerback Nick Needham. Uh, Dolphins defense, I do. I am starting to fully respect. You can see the change. You can see how good they've gotten. If you look at the spreadsheet, if you look at the week-by-week bar, you can see it getting better. But Chargers are going to score points. Allen's been steady. I'm all in. Robert Woods is next for the L.A. Rams. Seattle's 20th in DVOA versus the wide receiver one. 32nd in points allowed to the wide receivers. Smash spot for Woods here, and the best cost is on FanDuel and DraftKings. Uh, Yahoo went a little fucking nutty, uh, making him the second highest priced uh, wide receiver over there. So if you're not using him there, fully understand you can go down to one of our other pivot guys. Terry McLaurin is next for the Washington Douche Canoes. His price is going up, but in a matchup versus the Lions defense, 13th in DVOA versus wide receiver ones, 12th in points allowed to the position. It will not look good on paper, but McLaurin gets a huge amount of targets over anyone else on the team and can and can destroy cornerback Desmond Trufant easily. I can see him getting a long one today. DJ Chark, a little bit of a risk because of the high wins here. Uh, but don't look at the numbers here. Cornerback uh, Jair Alexander is doubtful. He is not officially ruled out yet, but I am expecting it. Uh, and he is the shutdown corner for Green Bay. His price should be higher on FanDuel and Yahoo. I don't know why it's that low, uh, so I will get a piece somewhere. If not in cash, I will at least look at him in GPP. Brandon Ayuk faces a Saints defense as 24th in DVOA versus the wide receiver one, 29th in points allowed to the wide receivers. Should face cornerback Marshawn Lattimore most of the day. Uh, Lattimore has been subpar most of this season. Juju Smith-Schuster, I like him and Claypool, but with Juju being on the field the most because he is the number two, so he'll line up outside when they go to three wide receiver sets. He'll be in the slot. I like him a bit more in cash. Bengals are 18th in DVOA versus the wide receiver two, 16th in points allowed to the position as a whole. Bengals secondary is depleted due to injury, so I do believe he finds success this week. Ben Roethlisberger is active for this game coming off a of COVID protocol yesterday. T. Higgins is next on the other side for the Bengals. Speed kills the Steelers, and with Higgins facing a team that is 31st in DVOA versus the wide receiver one, 24th in points allowed to the position, I will take a shot here. He will be low-owned. So if these guys, the guys that are low on here, these are the guys I have hand-selected. They are in great spots if you need value whichever way you're fucking building your lineups these guys i am almost 100 percent sure of they just have to do it on the field john brown let everyone else use stefan diggs against quarterback patrick peterson while we use john brown against quarterback gray kirkpatrick cardinals are 30th in dvoa versus the wide receiver two kirkpatrick has been the cornerback that we have preferred to attack all season lock him in for value it's not even fucking close how much better the spot is for John Brown versus Stephon Diggs. He is going to be low-owned. He is an extreme value, and he is a guy I will have in almost 100% of my lineups. Jalen Rager is next. It's a nice value piece here. 
no matter if you consider him the wide receiver two or wide receiver plus, it's a good matchup against cornerback Isaac Yadam, who is questionable this week, and the Giants are 23rd in points allowed to opposing running backs. Jalen Rager is the only Eagles receiver slash tight end slash running back. He's the only guy I am focused on this week for the Eagles. Tim Patrick will benefit from being opposite of Jerry Judy against the Raiders, and he will have cornerback Nevin Lawson covering him. He is a guy that we do really like to attack. Raiders are 29th in DVOA versus wide receiver two, 18th in points allowed to wide receivers in general. A nice pay down spot to take advantage of for sure if you like that game. Nelson Aguilar for the L, uh, LA Las Vegas Raiders been a really good target for Kyler the past few weeks should get the job done here yet again against the Broncos defense 20th in DVOA versus wide receiver two 21st in points allowed to wide receivers will generally match up with cornerback Devontae Harris who is a pushover Nelson Aguilar nice little renaissance if you do not have him guess what rookie Brian Edwards is not really playing because Nelson Aguilar is doing so well so keep riding that hot streak until it until that fucking train falls off the rails. Last but certainly not least in cash, if you do not want to pay up for one Roberto Woods, take a look at Josh Reynolds. Reynolds is a, and everybody knows Reynolds is a guy I hate, but he's also a guy facing a Seattle defense 27th in uh, wide receiver plus DVOA. Use him if you can't afford Woods and spend up elsewhere. Very good value, especially over on DK at $3,500. Good for 62nd. He's also $5,000 over on FanDuel. Just fantastic pricing. Uh, Yahoo, he's a little bit priced up at $17, but I still like him there if you're kind of going mid to low range on your wide receivers. GPP's Michael Thomas for the New Orleans Saints. 49ers are fifth in DVOA versus wide receiver one and only 17th in points allowed to the wide receivers. But we've seen elite wide receivers get the job done here and get value return plus. Christian Kirk, not the best matchup, but with the Bills secondary being shorthanded this week, he is in play for me. But I am more on Hopkins. If you can't afford Hopkins, but you still want uh, access to this game, you want somebody to pair up with uh, uh, Kyler Murray, uh, Christian Kirk is the guy is a guy that is viable. Chase Claypool, Bengals are thirtieth in DVOA versus wide receiver plus. Hard to trust for cash since he will only be on the field when the Steelers go three wide, uh, but does have a very good matchup. Jerry Judy for the Denver Broncos. He is the most targeted wide receiver for the Broncos and is in a good matchup versus the Raiders as they are twenty eighth in DVOA versus wide receiver one. He will be facing off against cornerback Trayvon Mullen most of the day and can be considered a cash slash GPP play if you have the salary instead of Tim Patrick. Sunday night football options, none. We move on to tight end. Cash, Darren Waller. It's not a great matchup on paper as the Broncos are 15th in DVOA versus tight end. Ninth points allowed to the tight end position, but we've seen Carlene on his favorite target in these kinds of matchups. He will be highly involved no matter who is covering him. Uh, So he is viable if you want to spend up and just have a nice, safe play. Otherwise, you keep moving down. This is how we work it. Noah Fant for the Denver Broncos. Raiders are 25th in DVOA versus tight end position, but only 12th in points allowed to the tight end position uh, overall. Fant has the opportunity to get the job done here as there is no Albert O anymore since he went to IR. It looks risky on paper, but Drew Locke loves his Iowa boy. Evan Ingram is next. 
He's been getting targeted more and more each week in versus an Eagles defense, 28th in DVOA versus tight end and 28th in points allowed to the position. He is pretty hmm, food to go. There's another error. Good Lord. Even even my uh, spell check wouldn't have fucking caught that. Good gravy. Uh, Evan Ingram's been getting targeted like a fucking madman the last three weeks uh, by Daniel Jones. No matter what you think of Daniel Jones, he is really leaning on Evan Ingram. That This whole thing with Golden Tate might be part of the reason why they're doing it. Uh, so I will take advantage of it. Jordan Reed, the real pay down spot here. Uh, facing Saints defense as 31st in DVOA versus tight end and 32nd in points allowed to the tight end position. We do expect a bit of scoring in this game. Reed should be a part of it. Uh, so at 3500 on DK, he's a very, very nice value over there. Uh, the $5,000 price tag over on FanDuel is really nice to look at as well. GPP TJ Hawkinson, a cash slash GPP play since he hasn't been taken off the injured list. He has a toes. Zzz multiple toes injuries uh, that he suffered this week. And because of his price on this particular slate, um, with him being priced up so high, that's why he's more of a GPP play, in my in my opinion. Uh, but he does face a douche canoes defense that is 32nd in DVOA versus tight end and 29th in points allowed to the tight end position. He's the only piece of this Lions offense that I like. And if he plays, he is in line for a good day, even if I believe the Lions lose. Eric Ebron brings up the rear here. Tight ends versus Bengals is a new hipster trend as they are 17th in DVOA versus tight end uh, position, 31st in points allowed to the position. Uh, anything that you have with the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? Like James Conner, but he hasn't been getting it done. That's why he's not included. Ben Roethlisberger, not included. I'm a little scared off with him not having practice all week. This is kind of like the Matt Stafford thing. But Ben Roethlisberger should, is you know, a better quarterback overall should be good to go, but really he hasn't gotten his value, and that's why I haven't included him. That's why I'm just kind of picking and choosing which targets I like. So if you don't like the wide receivers, but you like Ebron at tight end, just go with Ebron. If you like the wide receivers, but you don't like Ebron, just go with the fucking wide receivers. Let's not get cute with this shit. Let's just think it through. Defense. I do like Pittsburgh against the Bengals. They're 25th in points allowed to opposing defenses. Burrow will have to throw to have a shot at winning this game, and that means turnover opportunity. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles, Giants are 28th in points allowed to opposing defenses, and we know that quarterback James, uh, Daniel Jones does whatever he can to piss a game away for New York. New York Giants defense, the Eagles are 27th in points allowed to opposing defenses, and we know that quarterback Carson Wentz does whatever he can to piss a game away for Philly, but at a lesser rate than quarterback Daniel Jones. Uh, Douche Canoes defense. Going back to the well here, Lions are 21st in points allowed to opposing defenses with their penchant for turnovers. GPP slash otherwise known as a cheap defensive punt plays for cash. I only really have one, um, and that is the Detroit Lions. As a punt defense on Yahoo, there isn't much better at that low end of the scale. Uh, Douche Canoes are 29th in points allowed to opposing defenses, so I say they are viable even if they suck in real life. Uh, Alex Smith has been, you know, prone to throwing multiple interceptions in the games that he's been playing. Uh, so it's definitely a viable strategy. 
Sunday night football options, you can consider the Baltimore Ravens. Patriots are 26 in points allowed to opposing defenses, and good God, New England is god-awful on offense. So that is a quick run-through. Yes, I made it under half an hour. That means I am fucking ready to rock. I am ready to go. And yes, we are going to take all the fucking money this weekend. Good luck, everybody, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>